Four Finger Discount is proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Trivia Nights. To find out when they're going to be doing a show near you, go to facebook.com slash the Simpsons best moments. You know, Bart, when I was your age, I pulled a few boners, but I think you'll find that people are pretty decent if you give them half. <laughs> Look, there it is. The head. Four Finger Discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount. Mitch is holding a bottle of wine. I am drinking straight from the top because uh, I'm a classy kind of guy. Why are you doing that? Well, the cat's in the room. Oh, um, yeah. We have a new visitor. What's, she, she can be the mascot. What's her name? Cat. Uh, no, her name is actually Isla. I believed um, you. <laughs> no, I, I, I refuse to call her by her name. She's just cat or puss. Um, kitty cat. I always say kitty cat. Yeah. Uh, she got her official paperwork back and Ash blames me for this, that apparently her name on that is... Um, I don't even know how little attention I paid, but it's not Isla. It came back as like a completely different name that neither of us have, have ever used. I think it was like, I don't know, Chelsea or something along those lines. Really? It's completely <laughs> irrelevant. I, I have no idea how that happened, but it's my fault. We yeah. should explain though, why is your cat in the studio? We're on location. Yes, uh, it's an OB. Four Finger Discount has popped out to my house. And now the, the, the cat has now jumped into the studio and is playing with the, the cord playing for the microphone. Playing with the mic cord, yeah. Chewing on it, if you yep. will. Yep, yep. This is going to be fantastic. It is. I feel <laughs> I feel lost. I don't have Simpsons paraphernalia around. Yeah, no, we just should... toys. Well, we do, I did bring the books, the yep. complete guide to your favourite family. Yeah, the books are here. Uh, there's an added quotient of James Bond when we're in my media room as yes. opposed to yours. We've got uh, Sean Connery looking down lovingly upon us. You know, if you hear rattling, by the way, it's the cat's collar. Yep. And if you hear scratching, it's the cat scratching. And if you hear whatever, it's the cat. Yeah. It's always the cat. It's always the cat. Bit of a fun you... fact. I've never seen a James Bond movie. If you hear hissing, that's... Dando yelling at me for being off mic. Yes, he, I'm, I'm surprised you... Um, he cracks his... We're in my house, but he's still in charge. I'm surprised you didn't crack it when I said that fun fact about myself. Were you listening? What was that, sorry? I've never seen a James Bond movie. Oh, what? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I missed that entirely. Uh, I said it and you were like, yeah, my cat, my cat, my cat. And I'm like, I just announced that I've never seen a James Bond movie. Yeah, there goes half of our listeners, surely. How have you never <laughs> seen none? I'm waiting, for an, I'm waiting for them to stop making them and then I'll binge watch them. They'll never stop me. I know that, so I mean, I don't have to watch one. No, it's not that I've avoided them. I've just, I don't know. I feel like I've, same with Lord of the Rings. Never seen Lord of the Rings. Okay. But James Bond doesn't go for three and a half fucking hours yeah. three times and have uh, I'm I played GoldenEye the game yeah I okay. never watched GoldenEye and that never made you think I should get in there and I should see how Pierce actually gets around in that tank no okay Look, I've got a poster of all of the Bonds um, it's very very cool kind yeah, of yeah. charcoal look, look at that expression of Pierce the gun is pointed right at you right now and it wasn't before yeah he heard you yeah <laughs> For those of you that um, follow us on Toronto, you know we've got a third guy on the team, Michael. He tells me that Sean Connery is the best James Bond. Yeah, hands down. You reckon? Yeah. Who's the best looking though, Pierce? Um, yeah, Sean I, was not bad looking in his day. He's very his, handsome. In his day, yeah, definitely. He used to be a bodybuilder. Really? Sean Connery, yeah. Did not know you, that. Have you ever heard my favourite Sean Connery story of all time? He was It was before the Bond days, but yeah, he, he was an ex-bodybuilder t- um, turned actor. I don't remember the name of the movie or the or the actress, but he was starring alongside an actress that was dating a fairly infamous uh, hitman at the time for the mob. That hitman became convinced that they were having an affair and stormed on a set with a gun, drew his gun at Sean Connery, demanded that she walk off the movie. Connery, one punch, knocked him out cold. That's amazing. If only they had YouTube back then. Yeah, You know that there would have been... 
a one-liner of some variety <laughs> before doing Before it. or after. Yeah. yeah, like, this is a closed set. <laughs> 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 oh, man, it would have been so good. Yeah. Um, we should probably mention uh, that we're here to review a certain episode, The Telltale Head. We are, yeah. Um, but before we get into the review, a few things we need to get out of the way. Firstly, yep. let's thank our official sponsors, The Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. I believe they're just about to tip 400,000 likes. That's Phenomenal! It's incredible, man. And apparently, they're going to be doing three to four uh, posts per hour now. They're really amping it up because I'm part of the uh, the admin group, so I'm I'm seeing all the the behind the scenes of what's happening. And um, yeah, so you're going to see more posts going up on the page. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, make sure you like them. It's Facebook.com/slash The Simpsons Best Moments. Yep. Um, also, like our page as well, Four Finger Discount. It's just Facebook.com slash Four Finger Discount. If you just type it into the search bar, it pops up. Also, like the torrent, this page, we're smashing that at the moment too. 5,400, I think we're at the moment. Yeah. So, everything's going really, really well. Let's get into the uh, the shout-outs for this weekend. Before we get into the guy that commented, we need to get, I, need, I need to apologize to a certain other podcast because I forgot I... to mention their name. Haircut and the Beard. Haircut and the Beard, yes. Yep. So, if you guys... They were the ones, if you listen to the last episode, where we couldn't remember... Which person had, yeah. had posed a question? That's because it wasn't a person. It was an actual yeah. show, their page. Uh, so, yeah. the ha- Haircut and the Beard. Is it the Haircut and Beard or Haircut and the Beard? Haircut and the Beard. Yeah. So, they're a podcast based in Melbourne, I believe. Yeah. They review movies and whatnot. Yeah. So, if you, you're their a fan Their Facebook of- page is pretty cool as well. They, um, yeah. they did a really awesome a twist on Six Degrees of Separation that I wouldn't have heard... Um, I've never seen anyone do this before, so check it out. It's very, very yeah, so cool. Yeah, so haircut in the beard. Make sure to check out the podcast. Now that we've got that little apology out of the way, um, we need to... We've got... Tady Cake, a fan of the show, yep. she sent in super some... Super fan. Yeah, super fan, mega fan. Uh, she sent in some impersonations, impressions. Almost of a, like Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction kind of yeah. style. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, lo- we love having super fans. Yeah. Um, so it's, she sent- it's always been my lifelong goal to have a stalker. Now, Tady Cake is not a stalker. I, I want to <laughs> clarify that. But-, but if you would like to stalk Mitch, go for it. Yeah, yeah. We need... We need someone above the level that Tady Cake's up. Yes. So she has basically sent. We asked last week or the week before for impersonations or impressions of that, of Simpson characters that you can do. Yep. And she has sent in some. Because I've of, been doing all the heavy lifting. Yes. Um. We all loved your bleeding gums, Murphy. Oh, there's been feedback. And my muddy waters. I think I even edited them out. I don't know if I've left them. No, in. muddy made it in. I'm, yeah. <laughs> muddy made it in. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So she sent in some um, impersonations of Ralph. Yep. Um. Which I'll play for you right now. Said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Super Nintendo Charmers. I'm quite impressed. Yeah, I, she's done really well. I, I, I always get like this when when she sent them in. I I instantly feel bad for them because I feel like they're going to be bad. Not just because it's her, just be anybody. And I, I sort of get nervous for them because I'm mm. like, oh man, if this is really bad. It's like when you're at a party and someone's like, I do a really good Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, it's just because you're saying the words that way doesn't mean it's a good yeah, impersonation. It's, it just, it's crazy. That's bad. Yeah. Don't do it that way. Just <laughs> stop. Um, I get nervous for them because I think this is either going to go one of two ways. Either it's really good and I praise them or it's really bad and I have to break it to them why I'm not playing it on the show. Yep. But I have to say it in a way that it's not terrible, but it just we didn't really find time for it mm. in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so it's we like what, a rejection letter from an audition. But um, I think what, what do you guys think? I think Tay did a really good job. I think she did a great job. Uh, yeah, she it, got it, she sent about ten of them, so she we didn't play them all obviously, but she got better as she went. Yeah, and on. it's a really hard one to do, Ralph. She's, oh, she did a great job to get. I up think there. it helps being a woman, probably. Yeah, yeah. It probably really helps. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Well done, Tady Cake. And if you guys out there listening want to try and outdo Tady, send them in to fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com yep. and we'll be sure to play them on the show. Yeah. Now, we had a fan mail this morning, didn't we, we Mitchell? did. This is such a nice way. If anyone wants to send us through messages, I would really appreciate it if you do it at about six o'clock in the morning Australian time because I wake up and check my phone 
and it's there. How good was it waking up this morning and having fan mail? Yeah, it's it's such a great way to start. So this has uh, come through from Pete De Sousa. De Sousa. Uh, De Sousa. <laughs> it's uh, Kaiser Salsa. Yeah. I don't know if any of those are even close to how to correctly pronounce your surname, Pete, but I enjoy it. <laughs> um, if you do have, you know, we've got people listening to this podcast from Chile. Yeah. Um, I just there's got to be some all fantastic over the world. France, Germany, Chile. US, the, UK. Yeah. The better your surname is, the more I want to see messages come through from you. But Pete has gotten on board with the question of uh, haircut and the beard's question of who is your favourite single episode character. Yep. Uh, he has gone. So he he writes, um, "Hi guys." So there are a, a number of favourites, including Lyle Lamley, Mister Bergstrom, and the master Japanese sushi chef. But his favourite from "You Only Move Twice" is Hank Scorpio, which of course is an absolute pearl. Yeah. you know, we 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 wanted to include him, but we just had to go a little bit more obscure to not be. I feel that episode's a little... It's sort of one of those ones where everyone loves it, and I feel it's not as good as everyone makes it. It's amazing, it's but it's... damn good, though. But it's not, it's, it's not the best. Uh, I see it on the top of lists, and I think there's better episodes than that. It's a great parody episode, but it's yeah. not the best Simpsons episode. No, it's not, but it is a great episode. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a very, very memorable It's not memorable the best character. episode of all time, Matter in my fact, opinion. I don't though. even give you my coat. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did he say? Uh, well, that was it. That um, that, that was his favorite episode. Uh, so that his favorite um, character was Hank Scorpio, and followed closely by Frank Grimes. So thank you for the fan mail, Peter. Yeah. Cheers, Pete. Salsa, salsa. Uh, salsa. He did start by requesting a shout out deliberately, and I thought, can you come? It's almost like giving yourself a nickname, but no, you absolutely can get a yeah. shout out, Pete. And <laughs> anyone else that wants to message us will get one as well. Yeah. So either inbox us on the um, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash four finger discount. We're gonna be, we have to get more up to date, and more post more stuff on the page, make people interested, yeah, really and want should. to like. Yeah. yeah. We need to get more involved. But actually, jump try- on Torrent this because that's posting all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tr- and also go to torrentthis.tv as well, where you'll find all of our podcasts. It's the best place to find our podcast. Torrentthis.tv. Mm-hmm. You'll find four finger discount in the menu right there. Now let's get into reviewing the Telltale Head. This originally aired February twenty fifth, nineteen ninety. Yes, I thought this was a fun episode. Uh, I thought it was very relatable in the sense of how Bart wants to fit in with the kids at school. It's yep. something that we've all gone through as a child. Yeah, not very laugh out loud funny. I found. I thought it was a little bit silly too with the whole mob scenario. I thought that was a bit over the top, but it's so Simpsons now. We learn that they just get into mobs over nothing. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it was a bit silly that they wanted to kill this kid because he took the, the head off a statue. But yeah. ignore without that. E- ignore that silliness. In some cases. With Without even listening to why. Yeah. How yeah. long will it take? Yeah. About 22 minutes and three seconds. That's too long. How long will this story take? Uh, about 23 minutes and five seconds. It's too long. 23 or five. I love what that what they're doing there. Do you know what they're doing there? Yeah, the little joke about it, the episode runtime. T- taking the piss out of hell on the episode is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it overran and they couldn't. Uh, did they? There wasn't the opening credits in this one, was there? Um, I don't... Yes, there was. Yeah, there was the opening Oh, there was the opening titles? Yeah. Whoops. But I, I know that the um, the DVD version is longer was, than the TV version. That was when Uncle Mitch was cracking into the red. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Besides all the silliness of the mob, I thought it was it was fun, but yeah, it wasn't very laugh out loud. It was, it was a few times where we laughed, but it mm. wasn't sort of... It wasn't... We always go back to Bart the Genius, where it's just cr- joke, joke, yeah, joke, yeah, joke, yeah. joke. Yeah, this it wasn't was like, It wasn't like that... I feel I think it was- you summed it up perfectly a few episodes back about some episodes that um, are trying try to be a funny episode and tell a story, whereas this is trying to tell a story and be a funny. Yeah, episode. I think that's the best way to try and define Simpsons episodes: yeah. story with jokes or jokes with a story. Yeah, and this was story with a few jokes. Yeah, the best jokes probably belong to the parents in this one. I think with um, Marge getting everyone ready for church early, um, you know, complimenting all the kids on how good they look, and then but assume the position. Yeah. By the way, first time you ever see the Simpsons in church. Yeah. 
uh, first of many. And, yes. And not the first time that uh, Homer in particular needs to be dragged kicking and screaming and pays no attention. Do you think that the whole opening sequence, what purpose did it serve? What, what was the reason for it? Because the whole episode was about Bart trying to fit in mm. with these bullies and he goes to Homer for advice. Were they trying to set up the fact that Homer was a bad role model? Because he essentially, Marge says to, to Bart, Were you going to listen to rock music in Sunday school? Maybe. Ah, can you believe this, Homer? 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 No, no, we stink, we stink. Were you planning on sitting in the car till the game was over? Maybe. And ends up doing so. Yes, was it trying to show that Bart gets his bad ways from Homer? Is that what the whole opening scene was about, do you think? Yeah, possibly not so much, you know. I, I, I don't read it as being that Homer is bad, but certainly it does set up that there are ways that Bart looks up to Homer and he wants to emulate his father. Well, he goes to him for advice. It seems that Bart always goes... in the first, And it's awful advice. Yeah, in the first couple of episodes we've watched so far, it's always Bart going to Homer for advice. Yeah. And the advice is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Punch yeah, a bully. How, how funny it is anyway. Yeah. The code of the schoolyard. Yeah, nothing beats the code of the schoolyard. And uh, what, I, I always say it to Nicholas, like, only say things if you're sure everybody yeah. sa- believes the exact same thing. <laughs> it's so funny. And what was it uh, in this episode? It was along the lines of... Um, Fitting in is important. Yeah, yeah. How important is it to be popular? I'm glad you asked, son. Being popular is the most important thing in the world. Well, I love the awesome part where he's like, Bart says to Homer. So, like, sometimes you could do stuff that you think is pretty bad so other kids will like you better? You're not talking about killing anyone, are you? No. Are you? No. Then run along, you little scamp. Do you think Bart goes to Homer for advice because he knows Homer tells him what he wants to hear, as opposed to what he should hear? He never goes to Marge for advice. Yeah, that's very, very true. Yeah, possibly. I, I I don't know. I guess when I was a kid, I, I would... I would never go to my dad for advice, but if I wanted something, I, you, I would ask my dad. You go to the parent <laughs> that you think is more likely to say yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if I wanted... That was actually my mum, but yeah. I Really? Yeah, mum was more easygoing, I guess, when I was growing up. Well, um, my mum was the voice of reason okay. in my, ch- in my yeah. household. M- mine was just more level-headed. She was less likely to be upset yeah. if well, I'd cut the head off of the town statue. Yeah. <laughs> So, Bart cuts off the head of the statue, right? Yeah. What was this statue made out of? Because all he has is a handsaw. <laughs> just a hacksaw. Yeah. And, he's just <laughs> and he cuts through it. Gone through Quite it. convincingly in about 10 seconds. Yeah, about 20, 30 seconds. Not even that. No, uh, 10 seconds. I can't get through chocolate that's been put in the fridge that quickly. <laughs> I, I don't know how he's in the microwave. I can't even use a handsaw. I'm terrible at using tools. Mm. I've got to finish off the torrent this studio by putting shelves up. Okay. And it's halfway finished because I can't do it. You I've just—I've just, never been taught how to use tools properly. So send Nicola up to IKEA, <laughs> and you know, go out for the afternoon. Should come back, job done. I think it's a case of—I know I can do it, but I'm just scared that I'll do something wrong, and then it will always be my fault. Yeah. So I just avoid it. <laughs> Isn't that the best way to just not get in trouble? Just don't do anything. But it's so flat pack stuff is so cool to say I built this, and yeah. really all you've done is put things together, record it. It's like a, it's like Lego for adults. How but bad are the instructions sometimes though? Uh, they're awful. The drawings are terrible. Yeah. Anyway, we're off track. So let's get into a quick, a brief synopsis of what the episode. Yeah. Is. So why did Bart cut off the head of Jebediah? Okay. So he he wants to on the way home from church, and Bart sees that Space Mutants Four is out. So yep. Obviously, the first three must have been good because he's obsessed with it. Yep. And Marge says no because she doesn't like the violence in the movie, blah, blah, blah. Um, Homer says, well, why not? So, they get that um, that relationship that Homer is the lenient... Willing you know, to look, yeah, yeah, overlook minor discretions. Yeah, yeah, and Marge is more conservative. Um, so, he goes behind Marge's back, Bart does, and asks Homer for money. Yep. And he says... And he doesn't come out and say that he wants to go to the movie, but Homer very well knows that that's what the money's for. 
I hope you're not planning to see a certain movie starring certain space mutants that a certain mother didn't want you to see. <laughs> <laughs> Perish the thought. Here you go, son. Share the wealth. That's what I always say. So Bart gets money. He goes to watch the movie at the cinemas and he meets the bullies who we see for the first time. Jimbo yep. sounds very different in this episode. Yeah, he does. This here is Kearney and I'm Jimbo. So Dolph's already inside and Kearney's there as well. So it's yep. no, no sign of Nelson at this point. It's just the three bullies because yeah, they're older. Three. So it's Jimbo, Kearney and Dolph. But gets convinced to sneak in and he starts hanging out with these bullies and he feels cool. Now, we've all had that point in our lives where we've felt cool. Mm. So Bart wants to keep doing stuff to make sure they still like him and still fit in. Yep. And one of them, as a, as a side comment, says, I wish they'd cut the head off a Jebediah Springfield statue. Yep. I wish someone really would cut his ugly old head off. You do? Yeah, that'd be cool. Sure would cheese everybody off. Bart goes to Homer for advice. Should I do things that aren't right just to fit in? Homer says, of course you can, or of course you should. Mm-hmm. Um, so he steals the head. Goes to show it off to his friends and realizes that they think it's a stupid idea, as does the rest of the town. They're the so angry. Devastated. Yeah, they're rocked by they're, this. Yeah, really bad news. They're all upset. Homer's crying, everything. Burns cries. Yeah. And we get like the first, in this episode, we get the first sort of hint that um, Smithers, Smithers is gay. loves Burns. I love you, Smithers. The feeling is more than mutual, sir. Then Bart has to own up, and Homer feels partly responsible for what the advice that he gave him. Mm-hmm. So they go to own up. They genuinely think that they're going to die. Homer's yeah. like, yeah, I all die with you the way a father and son should die, die together. And I'm like... Yeah, well, there's an angry mob with pitchforks and flames. It's, like, they, they were, they'd conceded. They were ready to die. Yep. It's pretty intense, that part. Laying their life down. But um, yeah, so Bart apologizes. The town forgives him, as they always do in the Simpsons episodes, and end of the episode. Yeah. So it was a bit up and down. It wasn't... Well, where would you put it in the episodes that we've seen so far? Uh, middle yeah, of the middle, range? Middle of the road. It's not... It wasn't as good as Call the Simpsons? No, it's not standout, memorable... You know what it does have going for it, though, is some really sophisticated direction throughout this episode. You've got in one scene, just to point it out in a nutshell, you've got Homer in church listening to the football on the radio, contrasted with Reverend Lovejoy giving his um, sermon. Oh, Lord! It's a beautiful Sunday. Perfect football weather for this incredible game. And by the way, this game is being brought to you by the good people at Duff Beer. You can't get enough of that wonderful Duff. That, that is so funny. That, yeah. that that I could just sit down and watch that clip over and over yeah, and yeah. over again. Um, they also have that. There's a, a fairly cool um, pull focus move where the camera zooms in on Homer as it kind of pulls focus away oh, from Marge. Goes, goes past Marge to Homer. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was a, a clever little thing that they did. Um, even the writing structure of this episode, it starts with Homer. Uh, sorry, it starts with Bart and Homer taking the head back. Yep. And then the rest of the episode is told Throwback. through flashback. Yep. Yeah. Um, now that was kind of done by necessity. The, the the main reason for that, and if you if you thought about watching this episode in a different order, is that there weren't very many laughs in that opening sequence. That opening sequence was originally going to be at the end of the episode, but doing the um, table reads, they realise it's like oh, this really doesn't have much going for it at the end. But by chopping the end off, putting it at the beginning, you can kind of forgive it for not having very many laughs early, and then they allows the rest of the show to have a nicer flow to it. Because the episode was rather. It wasn't boring, but it wasn't that great. But I suppose, yeah, like you said, we're putting the the end at the start, very Pulp Fiction-esque. Yeah. By doing that, it makes you want to watch, well, how do they get to that point? So yep. you keep watching, knowing that it's not that great, but you know it's going to get to the point yep. where they're going to get killed by a mob. Yeah, yeah. Um, five Cent Trivia, this is, uh, you know, this is like the first thing you could Google, but it's one of the only episodes that had the episode title actually I displayed. I say the same thing. Yep. I, I, the other one was Bart Gets Hit By a Car. I think it was. Yeah, I think that was one. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that episode even had the opening title. Anyway, mm. so, um, yeah, is there anything else? What else should we say about this episode? Um, you know, the other thing through the direction, there were a lot of really crazy camera angles in this. Like, they were trying 
again, I think this is to establish themselves from other cartoons that, you know, most cartoons are just, particularly back then, they were just level camera, like sort of looking out to the horizon. Whereas this, you've got, say, the scene where they're looking up at the clouds and you've got the camera being directly above them. There's a lot of um, camera angles making characters look big, a lot of camera angles making characters look small. Like it, it really, they tried to get very creative with where the, you know, theoretical camera placement would be. The average Joe wouldn't even pick up on that. No. I also really like the direction of the Space Mutants 4 scene. Like oh, just that where little, where the, the guy behind them? Yeah, and the parody of um, 1950s B action. Yeah. Movie. They're not sci-fi movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. You know what I liked? This is the part that I thought was hilarious. Mm. One of the only funny parts, true, true funny parts of the episode was the Sunday school scene. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> um, so good. The teacher just battling yeah. uh, hypothetical after hypothetical. And yeah. you imagine that they, these questions probably get asked all the time in Sunday school. It's because yeah. they're not that obscure. What I love the most was they're asking things like, does my dog go to heaven? No. Can my cat go to heaven? No. Can my goldfish? No. What if my arm gets amputated or whatever? And Will it be waiting for me? Of course it will be. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love religion. It's so funny. Yeah, so all in all, it's an, an okay episode. I... Obviously, if you haven't watched it in a long time, go back and watch it. It's mm. just, but oh, movie reference that we missed: um, God waking up next to Jebediah's head. Yeah, oh God, and Bart like, waking yeah, up yeah, next yeah. to Jebediah from the head. Godfather. Yeah, yeah, from the Godfather. <laughs> the whole whole episode was a, a parody uh, of the Grell and Poe. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and not for the first. Sorry, well, for the first time, not for the last time that they've, yeah. they've referenced Poe's yeah. work. Homer is he's very. Uh, what I thought was he was most relatable in this episode was that he going to church. He'd rather listen to football. Where like there's been instances in my life where Nicola wants me to go somewhere. I don't know where it might be somewhere where yeah. she really wants to go. Weddings mostly. Probably. Uh, I think it's yeah. There was a wedding recently that I really couldn't be bothered going to. Yeah. Nah, anyway, so she wants to go somewhere. I'm not that interested. And I'm constantly having my phone out reading the yeah, footy score. I get yelled at for that all yeah. the time. Yeah, put your phone away. It's like, it's the football score. I need to know what's happening. Yeah, I need my live super coach scores yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. So I think Homer is becoming more and more relatable. But as a kid watching it, I feel I related more to Bart because Bart is going through what I was going through as a kid. Going back now that I'm 26 and watching it, Homer relates to me more. Whatever kid goes through. Like, did you ever do anything like that? Did you ever, you know, knowingly break a law to try and impress someone? Did you ever steal anything? Or I'm trying to think if I broke a law. I certainly did things Mr. against my Dando. I certainly did things against my mother's. What's it? Mother's orders, I guess. Like, yeah. My mum would say something. I'd do it anyway because there's another kid doing it. I feel everybody's had. Did you ever jump off a cliff because someone else did it too? No, no, no. I jumped <laughs> off a bridge. No, I didn't. Um, I feel like everybody's had at least one bad influence in their life. Yeah. A part of you knows that you shouldn't be hanging out with them, but you still do anyway. I yeah, there's that little... G- girls have the, the bad boy. We yeah. all have our bad boys as well, don't we, Mitch? Yeah, yeah, you're my bad boy. Were, were, oh, were the, you once a bad on. boy? The feeling is more than usual, Dando. <laughs> um, uh, when I was nine, I stole a packet of Hubba Bubba chewing gum that cost 50 cents, I believe. And that was... Um, there was an, It was an older kid. You know, he's about three or four years older than me. He was like, I'll, I'll distract the guy. You just grab something and... Yeah, look, you know, the gravity of the situation didn't really hit me, but you know, this is like the the mentality of kids that we took out our score of one packet of chewing gum yeah. um, down to the park and then buried it to hide it because we thought we'd come back to it in a few days <laughs> once the heat had died down. And <laughs> the then <laughs> the older kid, like I said, he's, he was at least 12 or 13, he cracked, he got home. Fessed up to his parents <laughs> and then I got a phone call, or my parents got a phone call and suddenly, you know, I was sitting there just busily trying to play Nintendo, satisfied with myself. And I got, started getting dragged through the coals, the kid that didn't even do anything. <laughs> the, whose idea it was in the first place, I, I might add. I always remember, um, 
uh, I won't. Oh, I have to sort of say his name because he, he wasn't breaking the law. But I had a mate called Michael Mead, mm. and he could throw things really, really fast for a kid. Like he was, he was a really good cricketer. Like he'd throw the ball from the boundary all the way to yep. the middle. And we had this. Our next neighbor had this lemon tree, right? Yeah. And he would get lemons and see how many houses he could throw, how many backyards <laughs> where he could reach. Right? He's like the Happy Gilmore yeah. of lemon tosses. <laughs> yeah. So one day he throws his lemon, and we hear a woman scream. And we squeal because we're kids. We don't know what's <laughs> happened. And my cousin was sitting on a ladder which is resting against the fence. Yep. And this guy climbs up onto the fence from the backyards about four or five backyards away and sees my cousin, thinks it's him. He goes, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was him. It was him. Well, we've already running inside. Yep. Myself and my mate Michael B were under the bed. My cousin was behind the curtain and my mate Daniel Jones was in the wardrobe. And we sat there for about 15, 20 minutes. Didn't say a word, right? <laughs> Until we hear the... At yep. the door, and we're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I, I will never forget, we're sitting there. My mate Michael was just sort of shaking, and we hear, Michael Mead <laughs> from my mum. <laughs> Michael's like, I'm out. I'm out. I'll be made. I'll be made. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, have to, we have to all fess up, but it was like, I didn't do anything wrong, but mm. it was just this kid who loved to throw things. You <laughs> I got in trouble for it. It's such a simple pastime. Oh, I also think it was funny too when my mum said, she says to me, she goes, the guy said, someone threw a lemon at my wife, hit her in the face. She goes, I instantly knew it was Michael Meek. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just that bad influence of a kid. But anyway, That's good times. Cool. Um, so I want to start a new segment on the show, by the way. Okay. Are we doing yeah. this before trivia or after trivia? Ooh, what if a tease? Let's do trivia now. All right, then. All right, you go first. I will. Um... Space Mutants 4, we've yes. already mentioned, appears in this episode. There's does, a little yeah. scene with a couple of people making a really realistic kind of groaning sounds, by the way. I was a little worried when we were re-watching this episode that the girls might have thought we had something else on. I was hoping you'd turn it up. Um, the volume only goes so far. <laughs> uh, but who voiced the girl in the car in Space Mutants 4? Is it a, a regular voice of The Simpsons? It is. I'm going to say it is... Harry Shearer, no. I was going to say it was Dan Castanella. No, 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 it was Nancy Cartwright. It was Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was, I thought because it's your trivia, I thought it was well, not going to be a woman because that would be the obvious yeah. answer. Okay, well, my well, question to you is, good one, you got me. My question is, this episode featured a rehashed couch gag already used in the first season. Oh, well, from, we've already established that I wasn't watching early on. Yeah, from which episode was the couch gag rehashed from? Okay, um... What was the couch gag? Was it Homer Plops oh, Out? You'll know it if I say that. I'm like, That's silly. I want to get you this time. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, uh, well, you got okay. a one in seven chance. Simpsons resting on open fire. Uh, Bart the Genius. Fuck. Yes. How did you fucking get that? Because I'm pretty sure I was Homer falling out on the couch. I don't know no, why. No, it wasn't I... that. Oh, well, there you go. That's even worse. That I've, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I've guessed right without knowing what it actually was. I think um, I'm, I, it's the one where... Or was it Maggie shoots up in the air? Bart shoots up in the air and falls in front of the screen. Uh, well, someone shoots off the couch. Oh, fuck! I but, thought I had you then. No, I, w- I just went logically. I figured they wouldn't have gone. Oh, from, you, they wouldn't have rehashed within the care. last two or three episodes. Move on. <laughs> Time for the new segment. Mitch wins, which I like to call. What do we learn, Palmer? Okay, so basically, what we're going to do each week is we're going to say two things that we learned from this episode. Two each. Right, two things each. I only thought of one. Okay, then. Okay. Well, you start off with one. I've got two things. Okay. One thing that I learned was that. The writers or the, the designers, whatever, will take any chance they can get to sneak a little bit of Bart's bum into every episode. <laughs> they, yes. just, they love the, the nakedness of Bart's booty. Yep. Another thing I learned, the second thing I learned was the writers at this point didn't know how many fingers the characters had. Yeah, no, they didn't. Because uh, Dolph says... Five finger discount, man. We're going to have to change our podcast name. I know. When he said it, I went, 
wait a minute. If I screwed up here, and then I thought no, because when in Marge be not proud, yep. when he's going to steal the video game, yep. they say four finger discount. Yeah, they do. And it makes much more sense because they have four fingers. Four fingers. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's what I've learned from this episode. What did you learn, Mitch? Uh, okay, well, I've learned that uh, the word boner means or meant something very different back then, apparently. Yeah. After Homer's confession of having pulled a few boners in his time. You know, Bart, when I was your age, I pulled a few boners. You, can, you just know that the writers giggle every time they watch the episode. Yeah. Wasn't there another way they... Oh, yeah, the jazz hole was a good way of getting... Yeah, the, the jazz a- hole If you wanted to be one. the asshole. Yeah. So this was just played out. I've pulled a few... It's the, I've pulled a few boners. That's yeah. the great part. Yeah. 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 Now, like, North American slang, a boner is just a mistake. But where we're from, yeah. a boner... Well, Urban Dictionary will... Um, clear that up for anyone else that's well, listening from I, overseas. From watching, I know what I knew what he meant and I've, I think I've heard someone use the term boner like that yep. before here but whenever you hear the word boner you don't think of that. No, you don't. <laughs> you think of what you should be thinking of yes, every day. you do. <laughs> so, um, all uh, in all. Oh, well, the final thing that I've learned. Sorry, oh, you've learned two things. Not, well, on the spot, yes. Uh, I've learned that chimps don't get to go to heaven. Apes can't get into heaven. What? Those cute little monkeys? That's terrible. Who told you that? Our teacher. I can understand how they wouldn't let in those wild jungle apes. But what about those really smart ones who live among us, who roller skate and smoke cigars? Oh, no. Yeah, Not even weird. the sophisticated ones with roller skates and cigars Since in their mouths. cigars that live among us. <laughs> Homer's very relatable, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, like, you just you'd sort of think that Bart was the main character of the early episodes. Going back and watching them now, Homer is more and more the, the best character to me. I, I like Homer as a character more than any other character on the show. I've always loved Homer, yeah, because he just gets up to more. You reckon he gets up? I don't know. No, he gets up to more. I more feel, of a range. He, like, I feel he has more quotes, and he says stuff that people would. Uh, he's just he's more believable as a mm, real person. His stupid wisdom is yeah. what I love the most out of him. Yeah. And it, 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 he's stupid, but he has a good heart. That's what everyone yeah. likes about him. Yeah. yeah. So the Telltale Head, um, middle of the range. I if you if you've got time, go back and watch it. If not. Eh, doesn't matter if you you're miss not missing it. too much. Like, by not not. Miss- I suppose it does introduce a few characters like Sideshow Bob. You see for the first time, he looks yeah. like Sideshow Mal with red hair. That Sideshow Bob. Yeah, um, that was one where I think the the animators were going to. Yeah, um, what they do do kind of cool with Sideshow Bob is set up because uh, I think they always wanted Kelsey Grammer to voice him, and part of the joke was that early on they were just going to have this goofy looking guy with slide whistles. So then, when eventually it was Kelsey's voice coming in, they'd be like, "Oh, well, holy shit, it's Kelsey Grammer!" Really? Yeah. I think he only appears in like one episode, doesn't he? Before only a couple. Mm. Yeah. So, there's, there's a, fir- a few firsts, but they would have had to have debuted at some point. So, it's not mm. like if you miss this episode, you're going to miss anything about the characters in future. Yep. So, thanks for listening to Four Finger Discount. We'd love to know what you think about the Telltale Head. Do you have, have we missed anything, any trivia about the show or blah, blah, blah? Have we got something wrong? We, we're good at getting things wrong. Mm. Uh, like, we think that Smithers is uh, black for longer than we think Well, I thought that. I'm <laughs> good at getting things wrong. <laughs> that, I'll always throw back to that. You get me with trivia, but I'll always have you with black yeah, Smithers. Yeah, you will. Yeah, so if you have any impersonations you want to send through, send them, because you can't really send that much over the Facebook page or anything. So email them to us. Yep. at fourfingerdiscount at outlook.com. Yep. Or if you've got an Android phone, just upload them to YouTube. It's pretty easy. Send us the link to that, and then we can... Nah, I, I feel... Oh, like it's, it's, It just seems like so much effort. Okay. Just email them to us. All right. <laughs> like, you can do that if you want, but it just seems like effort. Well, oh, you reckon? Yeah, but then they get to have their face out there. We can link that on the Facebook I'll, page. But we would like to know what you look like. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know who we're talking. De Sousa? De Sousa? Yeah. He looks fit. Yeah? Like, athletic kind of... Like, I was too scared not to read his email because he might come down there. 
<laughs> okay then. Teach me what for. Yes, cool. All right. So if you if you are fit, make sure you message us because yep. you know that Mitch will definitely write back to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of sheer panic. Yeah. So uh, four figure discount on Facebook. Make sure you like it. Make sure you like Torrent this and check out all the other stuff on torrentthis.tv and like. Uh, the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. Mitch, any final words for the Telltale Head review episode of Four Finger Discount? I just heard something outside the window. I'm not entirely sure if that's Tatey, but that has disturbed me a little bit. So we're going to check. I don't know what she looks like. Tatey sent us some selfies. Shh.